Hello, everybody. This is Tom Eckert here. You're listening to my podcast, Numerology, a GPS for the soul. This is your place to learn about the true power of numerology and how to use it to bring out the best in yourself, understand your loved ones better, take wise decisions, and prepare for your future. In other words, how to live your life aligned with your true destiny. Take your time to educate yourself and share these podcasts with your friends and family so they too can enjoy the great benefits of numerology. Enjoy! Hello to all my beloved listeners. I am very excited to record today's episode. It's a topic that has been on my mind for a long time. And today I'm going to share with you an episode that discusses the connection between the numbers and the chakras. But before I dive any deeper, I want to welcome all the new listeners to my podcast. We discuss here numerology as a path for inner transformation, inner growth, self-understanding, spiritual expansion. And my personal, you know, flair is to try to make numerology accessible and applicable for everyday life matters so that you can actually use it to navigate your life in a much more conscious way and also in alignment with the universe. Now, a few important things you should know about if you want to dive deeper into numerology. First of all, I highly recommend you get yourself a numerology reading. A numerology reading is one of the best ways to see how numerology can impact you directly by revealing to you your deepest, um, most fundamental destiny, lessons, challenges, strengths, traits, and so much more than that. If you want to give it a try, I recommend that you contact me directly through my website. The link is provided in the episode and podcast description. Secondly, if you are a spiritual person and you'd like to work in a spiritual career, or perhaps you're defining or redefining your current career and wish to pursue numerology as one or as a side career, I want you to know that I offer a full path of certification from beginner to expert numerologist. Again, check out the link in the podcast and episode description for more information. And lastly, if you enjoy this podcast and want to keep learning more quality numerology, make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on the platform you're listening from and become part of my numerology family and get updated with my latest podcast episodes. Okay, my friends, let us dive into today's matter. So almost any person walking the spiritual path has heard about the chakras, the main energy centers that constitute our energy body and govern the many dimensions and functions of our life, all the way from the physical, the emotional, to the mental, and even the spiritual. The numbers, as you hopefully already know, are also cosmic energies that constitute our energetic blueprint, destiny, and even life events. Today we will explore how the chakras correspond to the numbers, or more precisely, what chakra or chakras are correlated with what number. 
Now, this can be very helpful as it adds an important angle by which we can understand ourselves and as such enables or allows for a deeper and more subtle self-understanding and integration of insights about ourselves and others. For example, knowing which chakras are most dominant in your constitution based on your numbers can help you create more emotional balance by strengthening the chakras that are in deficit and empowering those that are your strength. You can also understand your blockages better once you see them through the lens of the chakras alongside the numbers. The numbers in the chakras are more similar than we can imagine. There is so much connection between them. They are both representing our energetic blueprint. They both govern our life events. They both govern our emotional, psychological life and who we are to be and also what's blocked about us. So in order to understand that deeper, let us dive right in into the connection between each and every number and the chakras that correlate to it. And of course, we start with number one. So number one, it's an interesting combination of the chakras of leadership and willpower. Now you're going to see that some numbers relate more to one chakra, whereas some numbers maybe to more. So with number one, we see a combination of the solar plexus chakra and the throat chakra. The solar plexus is the center of power, will, individuation, independence. Does it sound to you familiar as quality of number one? It is also the basis for strong leadership. Again, number one. And guys, by the way, if you're not familiar with number one, please go ahead and listen to my episode about number one to get, you know, more informed so that you can connect these um, dots and pieces of information. The solar plexus gives this sense of confidence that number one is very much known for. Now, let's talk about the throat chakra. The throat chakra is a center of power as well, but of a different nature. It's it gives us a sense of venturing into the new, into an adventure, into a new vision that hasn't been explored before, sometimes even venturing into the future. Now, if you combine, you know, the solar plexus and the throat chakras, you really start to see the main or the, the, you start to kind of see the emerging quality of number one, this leader that is rooted in power and, you know, kind of like piercing into a new frontier. So these two chakras are really the main energies contained and expressed with number one's energy. On we go to number two. The main chakra related to number two is, for sure, and without a doubt, the heart chakra. 
it is important at this point, you know, to mention that the chakras are a very vast and complex topic, very multi-layered, just like the numbers. And every single chakra has many facets. Now, the facet of the heart chakra that correlates to number two is the facet of, of deep sensitivity, receptivity, care, kindness, relationship bonding, vulnerability, right? So also the numbers are very complex and rich and have many facets. The chakras I'm presenting here are the major ones that correspond with the number. Because if we start to break it down into more and more details, we can find, you know, other subtler connections or let's say uh, sub-connections with other chakras. But I'm trying here to really kind of like pinpoint the major ones. Um, good. So that's number two, the heart chakra, right? But more the receptive, the watery side of the heart chakra. Again, every chakra has different facets and aspects. You're going to see that soon when we talk about other chakra, other numbers, uh, pardon me, that have to do with um, similar chakras. But number two is really that kind of the sensitivity of the heart, the, the part that truly absorbs others, feels others very deeply, this kind of very, um, like the empath, so to speak, the heart chakra is the empath. Moving on to number three, the main chakra that correlates to number three is the sacral chakra. Now, this chakra too, like all the others, has many facets. The facets that pertain to number two are those of the, the childlike, the bubbly kind of energy of the sacral chakra, that part in it that just wants to explore life, to, like with this innocence, this unending creativity, um, a child's curiosity, right? The qualities of humor that exist in the sacral chakra and also spontaneity, all of these, you're going to see, if, if, if a person has a strong sacral chakra or it's one of their major kind of defining chakras, you're going to see a lot of this. Um, and if, again, if it's the facets, the, the, the active facets are those of number three, you're going to see all of these, you know, sweet, bubbly, ex explorative kind of personality, very childlike, very young. So number three and the sacral chakra as personalities they don't have a strong sense of direction. Rather, they are more expressions of moment-to-moment movement, expression, joy, um, smiles, humor. Expression for the sake of expression, in other words. It's, it's, this, it's this bubbly energy, right? It's, you're going to see soon, when I move into number five, a very different facet of the sacral chakra. But for now, this one really pertains to number three. Now, I hope that as I'm starting to describe the numbers and their correlation to the chakras, you're starting to look at yourself because it's really helpful to start to think about your own numbers and wait a second, yeah, does that speak about me? Does that really correlate to my experience? I'm sure that many of you know a lot about the chakras or at least are to familiar with the topic to some extent, try to kind of really think about it. Think about like, yeah, is this chakra really strong in my constitution? Am I 
lacking this chakra and therefore maybe lacking that number that is right that is correlating to it interesting investigation is going on here number four here the match is very clear we are talking about no other than the root chakra the qualities of number four match perfectly those of the root chakra order stability building everything step by step, needing security, a solid ground beneath my feet, taking care of fundamental health issues and the physical body. It's all about that infrastructure of our life. And that is the root chakra. With the weak root chakra, our infrastructure is wobbly, weak, And it's also about the maintenance, right, of our roots, making sure that the ground is solid, something we can truly lean on. This is all about number four. Can you, can you sense that? It's, and it's, and it's, again, it's so, you know, it's so fundamental to the root chakra. All these topics are topics governed by the root chakra. So people with strong number four, definitely have like a strong inclination to um to to having a strong or at least a very central root chakra in their life it's not always strong it can also be imbalanced right but it's still a central um, governing energy center through which they experience life as a lens as an experience it's also about rituals routines leaning on age-old traditions, building things for the long run, right? Everything that kind of gives you that sense of, yes, I have something to kind of like relate to, 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 to kind of like really sit on and know that it's going to hold me, right? That's number four. That's the root chakra. The connection is super clear. I hope that if you're not familiar with the numbers, Um, you're going, you're going, you're going to listen to the episodes pertaining to the numbers because there are episodes about all the numbers and it's important you get to know your numbers in order to make this connection with the chakras. On we go. Number five, as I promised you, the connection with, well, none other than again, our friend, the sacral chakra. It ties really strongly with the sacral chakra, in fact, and, um, There are, I would say, some sub-connections here um, with the throat chakra, but, you know, by and large, I, I would say like 80% is like the sacral chakra. So I'm going to talk only about that for now. Um, but you're going to see that it's a slightly different facet of the sacral chakra than number three. Number three correlates to the sacral chakra as an expression of sensuality, sexuality, freedom, experimentation, being a bit of a rebellious teenager, doing what I want, being wacky, being colorful, doing what I want when I want and as much as I want. It is very lively. It is very creative. It is very expressive. It is very talkative. It is someone that connects to people a lot. It loves parties and experiences. 
it is highly social. Again, I'm not describing number five now. I'm actually describing the sacral chakra, like an aspect, a facet of the sacral chakra. But it sounds as if I'm describing number five, isn't it? And it is because they are tightly correlated. So it's highly social. It loves tasting life's myriad experiences. It's a beautiful description of, of both number five and the sacral chakra. And you can see, as I described it before, like the sacral chakra, again, it doesn't have like this very strong sense of direction, right? Like a sense of like, I'm going here, okay? Like this is where I'm headed, like the sense of a goal. Just like number three, you can see here that like people with strong sacral chakras as their main, let's say, guiding mechanism or lens um, through which they meet life. Usually they have a lot of bubbly energy. They're very um, energetic people. They're exciting people, but they're not necessarily, they don't necessarily have a strong sense of direction. So we can learn a lot by our chakra system. And, 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 and yeah, and which chakras are most, um, are predominant in our structure. So before I move to number six, a little reminder um, if you want to dive deeper and know your own numbers, I recommend you get yourself a numerology reading. It's truly one of the best ways to feel the life-changing, the deep, the expanding effects of numerology. If you want to try it out, contact me directly through my website to book yourself a numerology reading. The link is provided in the website, sorry, in the podcast and episode description. If you wish to pursue numerology as a career or as a side career, I'm reminding you that I offer a full path of certification from beginner to expert numerologist. To read more and contact me, check out the link in the podcast and episode description. And if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to keep learning more quality numerology, make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on the platform you're listening from and become part of my numerology family and get updated with my latest podcast episodes. And now, number six. Now, with number six, we see, just like number one, a combination of more than one chakra. Here, what we see is a combination of the heart chakra with the root chakra. Very fascinating combination. You see, number six is a big heart chakra personality, but it always flows into the roots. It is about heart connections that form a family, heart connections that form a community or a flourishing home. It's about keeping family albums. It's about appreciating memories and being nostalgic right? You can really see here how emotions are tied to the roots, to where I come from, to my belonging. You can feel the blend of the heart and the root chakras here. It's very present. It is, it, it is fascinating to observe how sixes are very psychosomatic types, by the way. What they feel, heart chakra, very quickly reflects itself in their body, root chakra, they are caring providers, 
Again, heart plus root chakras. Interesting, right? A caring provider. You're very often going to see that about number six. It's like they really care about their family, but, you know, they bring food, shelter, warmth, which really soothes the root chakra. Um, so, by the way, they're also very nourishing types. And again, the nourishment is always like, it's, they're, they're not nourishing you, for example, spiritually, like other numbers, like maybe seven, for example. But they nourish you in a way that like, you feel safe, you feel at home. Again, when you think of home, it's not just having walls, right? That will be just root chakra, just the structure. But you have also warmth, a sense of belonging, a sense of heart. Again, heart plus root. Now, talking a bit more about the heart chakra, number six pertains to that facet of warmth, giving, being very parental, responsible, emotional intelligence, and being truly human. So much about six is about being human. Now, in comparison to number two, it is still sensitive, but not as vulnerable. It's not so much about like absorbing other people's energies, about being an empath. It's about being warm and nourishing. That's number six. That's the aspect of the heart chakra that we're talking about in correlation with number six. So while number two is more that cool energy of the heart chakra, number six embodies more, the, more of the warmth of the heart chakra. And I would also say embodies more of the warmth of the root chakra, that sense of like home. This, this is my place. This is my tribe. It's this emotional belonging. Okay. I hope this is, um, yeah, opening some, you know, some new pathways for you guys to kind of like explore and think about numerology, think about your own numbers. And by the way, and the people you know and you love. On we go to number seven. Now, well, number seven is without a doubt related to the third eye chakra. This chakra governs the whole domain of wisdom, strong intellect, the seeing of deeper and fundamental truth, profound intuition, the analyzing mind, silent observation, deep insight into the nature of reality, seeing beyond the veil, and the ability to comprehend complex and multi-layered realities. Now again, there are so many more layers, but I'm sure for those of you who know number seven, and again, please listen to the episode about number seven if you're not familiar with the number, you can see how it is absolutely describing number seven to a T. It's like, it's so spot on. Number seven and the third eye are very, very much in sync in terms of qualities. People with a strong third eye can be often spiritual teachers, seers, scientists, uh, philosophers, intellectuals, exactly like the archetypal manifestation of number seven. 
not much more to add here, my friends. This is really like a, you know, a one-to-one kind of comparison. It's, in, it's incredible with some numbers, like number four in the root chakra, you know? It's like number seven in the third eye chakra. It's so spot on. It's so clear, right? So if you happen to have strong sevens in your chart, well, you can be sure that the third eye uh, chakra is very central in your constitution, your energetic constitution. Moving on, two more numbers to go. Number eight. This number pertains mainly to the solar plexus chakra. We already mentioned this chakra before. Do you remember when we talked about number one? Only that here we're talking only about the solar plexus chakra, whereas with number one, we talked also about the throat chakra. So number eight and the solar plexus chakra. As already mentioned above, chakras are rich, complex, and multifaceted. So the aspect of the solar plexus that number eight is aligned with has to do with ambition, the wish to be successful in the world, strong willpower, a huge impulse to work, to push forward, to overcome obstacles and reach the top. The solar plexus alone, though, won't necessarily become a leader like number one that has the throat chakra by its side as well, but may also be a hard worker or a manager. Okay, so the eight or the aspect of the solar plexus pertaining to the eight is not the leader so much, but more the manager, the hard worker, the person that takes a lot of, you know, a lot of work, a lot of tasks, a lot of responsibility on their shoulders and, and, and really soldiers through any challenges and, 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 and brings the project to seize it to its end. They are sporty. They are active people. Um, and also someone who knows how to put up a fight. They're not afraid to be assertive. People with strong solar plexus chakras as you, and, and again, reminding you to think about number eight. Now, lastly, the solar plexus chakra represents the strategic mind. People with a strong solar plexus chakra, you know, they're people with a, with a highly strategic capacity. This is what, what makes them really amazing managers. And by the way, also like a good commander in the army, really. It's, it's, it's really also in, in a sense like the archetype of, of, of like the, the, the captain, right, in the army or, you know what I mean? Someone who's like, uh, who oversees operations and so on. Um, so the commander in the army or a very good manager of a company, just like number eight. So the connection here is very, very clear, but it's also like the solar plexus and the more physical aspects of it. Eight, you know, is, is, is a physical number. And for those of you who know the chakra system, you will know that all the three lower chakras, the root, the sacral, and the solar plexus, pertain more to the physical dimension, we can say, to the earthly existence. And here we can see, again, eight being a physical number for those who know number eight uh, related to the solar plexus. Okay, we've covered a lot, but we still have one more number to go. None other than number nine at the summit. Now, if you've already listened to my episodes about number one, number number one, I'm saying, <laughs> number nine, to which I actually dedicated um, two episodes, 
Number nine, then you should know that number nine is perhaps the most complex to explain. In fact, it connects to three chakras, the heart, the throat, and the crown chakras. Number nine relates to the heart chakra's aspect of universal love, all-inclusiveness, generosity. It is the part of the heart chakra that is fiery, brave, willing to sacrifice and live for something greater than oneself. It relates to the throat chakra in that it is a visionary. It sees into the future. It is idealistic. And it often harnesses the heart to move with the visions of the throat, to work together. Visions with heart. So, together, the heart and throat chakras form that kind of leadership that we all know that we all know about the nine that is motivated from the heart. And last but not least, number nine relates to the crown chakra in that it is a number of completion, illumination, and merging with the greater reality. But, having said all of that, Indeed, the main chakra of number nine is none other than the heart chakra. The fiery passion, the universality, the generosity, the great love, the warmth that is given to all. It is the aspect of the heart chakra as a warm and giving sun, just like number nine. I highly recommend, by the way, that you listen to the episodes about number nine. It's, um, you know, a short kind of like uh, personal sharing before I even knew about numerology. I, I always loved, for whatever reason, the number 27. I had this kind of, for whatever reason, it was like this favorite number of mine. I really loved it. But as I got into numerology, I realized, wait a second, 27 is a type of nine. Two plus seven is a nine. Moreover, I discovered that 27 is my second most strong number in my chart. And therefore, I created an episode dedicated to the 27 nine, but also to nine, um, to a pure nine. So I recommend listening to both. So after covering all of the numbers, we can see that this meeting between numbers and chakras is indeed a very interesting one and one that can open a new angle to view and understand yourself. I highly recommend you go ahead and take a look at your five core numbers with this new perspective and check which two main chakras are the most dominant in your structure and which one or two chakras are most absent. This is going to give you a certain overview about your core energetic structure, what is strong about it, and what is lacking that you might want to work on. Now, this topic is a really vast one. There's much more we can say about it, right? There's much more we can kind of like branch out into uh, sub-connections with chakras and, and, and subtler connections with other chakras, but hopefully this episode is a good place to start. 
And as always, my friends, I hope this keeps inspiring you to go deeper into numerology and keep growing, keep exploring. And don't forget, if you wish to get a numerology reading, contact me through my website link. If you wish to pursue numerology as a career, remember that I offer a full path of certification from beginner to expert numerologist. And of course, if you enjoyed this podcast and want to keep learning more quality numerology, make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on the platform you're listening from and become part of my numerology family and get updated with my latest podcast episodes. And as always, my dear ones, I'll see you in the next episodes. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, and you want to go deeper into numerology, check out my website, tom-eckert.com. You can also book a numerology reading or even study numerology yourself through my courses. I'll see you in the next episode.